0: Hi, Noel T Manning the Second here, hanging out with Michael Peterson, Talking Movies, right here on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. We hang out and just enjoy ourselves talking about the cinema right here on Cinema Scene. Hey, how are you, buddy? Doing good. How are you doing? I am phenomenal. Just enjoying life. Uh, you know, survived the Super Bowl. It was <laughs> a good don't. game to watch, but I was not happy about the ending. But that's a whole other story. Not not a Brady's not a Brady fan. Not a Patriots fan, but. Yeah, for, uh, you
1: know. for me, not really a fan of either team, so yeah. I really wanted an entertaining game, and so uh, they came through on that, so it was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I was actually wondering, is there any way that both teams could lose, and I just <laughs> a tie. It couldn't, happen. It <laughs> yeah. couldn't happen. So uh-huh. uh, a lot to talk about from that last week, and a lot of people survived that, and it was uh, it was a good game to watch. Mm-hmm. I will say that was a good, good game to watch. But movie-wise, uh, last week in the box office, actually considering it was Super Bowl weekend, uh, did quite well, actually. Um, at the box office we'll talk about those box office results today we're also going to talk about uh, some new things in theaters uh, this weekend and uh, we've also going to talk about the the year of the franchise Uh, you know every year we see sequels and uh, prequels and franchise films and that is no different there's quite a few of them to chat about this year and uh, that's going to be on uh, tap for today so that's your uh, sneak peek on on what's said to be uh, talked about so where do you want to start you want to start with uh what's opening in theaters this weekend yeah let's
1: let's do let's do that it'd be good
0: all right got three big big films opening uh, i say big big films what i I mean by that is wide releases Mm -hmm. um opening this weekend uh and rarely you rarely see uh releases this wide where you've got really 2800 theaters plus for three separate films but that is happening this weekend, so there's some uh, a lot of expectations. A couple of uh, sci-fi slash fantasy films. You've got yep. Jupiter Ascending uh, that is opening up and uh, also Seventh Son. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those expectations for those really, are, they're only expecting those probably to bring in about $10 million on this opening weekend. They're thinking, man, that uh, American Sniper going down.
1: Uh-uh. Is this the week that they're it finally saying, goes down? They're saying uh-uh. that
0: SpongeBob, SpongeBob <laughs> movie, Sponge Out of Water, uh, may open uh, ahead of that and bring in over thirty-five million dollars uh, over the over the course of the weekend. So, give me some of your thoughts on some of those films and uh, what you think. Uh, uh, what do you think about those? And I'll share some thoughts yeah. about
1: uh, Jupiter Ascending as well. Well, personally, for me, the one I actually want to go see is the SpongeBob film. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Since I grew up with the SpongeBob series <laughs> as a okay. as a youngster, uh, 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 I would. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, actually uh, maybe get some friends together and go. Uh, go see that. uh saw, saw the TV show when I was little, and then the first movie that uh, came out, uh, right. I saw that one as well in theaters with my parents. So yeah. I was like nine, yeah. I think, when that came out. This one looks a little bit different because yeah. uh, the graphics right. are uh, a lot different. Certainly not the same characters. Uh, kind of makes me feel old, and I'm only 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks it, so much it, different. It's,
0: it's, uh, it looks like it's going to be one of those uh, those films, just from the previews, that, that takes a uh, I guess a page out of The Wizard of Oz where you've got, you know, while they're living in, uh, in in the land of Kansas, it's black and white. But once you break into Oz, it breaks into color. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's going to be kind of the same way with this. When they're actually in the water, there's yeah. still the, the kind of the flat cartoon. But then once they break out, they have that kind of 3D mm-hmm. digital feel. And so, uh, yeah, I think visually, I, I'm excited about this one from a visual standpoint. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that this these characters are still uh, still alive and well, and um, uh, this may be one of those films that will bring uh, maybe some new fans to it. Yeah, uh, I think you so. know, may, maybe it'll do that. Yeah. Uh, budget for this now. This is pretty big uh, for uh, for a film that was you know a, a long living TV show. Um, Seventy four million dollar budget. Wow. For this film, hour and a half long, so it's really a short film mm-hmm. uh, from, from that standpoint. But uh, it's already uh, been actually released in some foreign markets and already brought in $8, $8 million uh, on, uh, in some of the foreign markets. Uh, the Netherlands and the Czech Republic. <laughs> Why those two? I don't know. Yeah, they love their kids but, movies. Uh, but, yeah, yeah the, the Netherlands <laughs> and the Czech Republic uh, are where, uh, where you see those. Um, you know, one that's interesting to me uh, out of this batch of three is uh, Jupiter Ascending. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, creators of this are the same guys that brought the world the Matrix Okay, Yeah, and so uh, this film, initially Jupiter Ascending, um, has uh, Channing Tatum in it, Mia Kunis, uh, Eddie Redmayne, who's um, nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor this year for mm-hmm. Theory of Everything, where he plays Stephen Hawking.
1: Yeah,
0: um, they're all starring in this film along with Sean Bain. Um, so it's got a you know it's got a recognizable cast. But uh, you know we haven't seen much from from the uh, Wachowskis who brought us the Matrix, uh, the Matrix films. But uh, but here they are trying to get sci-fi back in action again. The effects look pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. Um, in the this previews. was a
0: film that was initially set uh, to open back in the summer, mm-hmm. and um, they just looked at the competition. They said, "Ah, it's just you know we're probably not going to make it work." So let's look at you know uh, like a February where maybe we can we can dominate a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when they did that, they didn't realize some of the other competition that was going to be yeah. going up against it. So just not sure how it's going to do. Um, the budget for that 176 million dollars. So they've it's got a. L- They're going to, yeah. It's a it big budget for well this, this time of year. Yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens uh, with that. But a good cast. Uh, my son definitely wants to see it. So we'll be checking it out. Uh, two hours seven
1: minutes long is the running time for this. So I think it'll have a big first weekend I think just so, because okay. of the cast. I think yeah. that's going to draw a lot of yeah. people to it.
0: And I think it's one of those that uh, you know once it hits, um, you know once it hits DVD and the other uh, the other formats afterwards, I think it'll do it'll do quite mm-hmm. well. Uh, initially, they were hoping this might be a franchise film. Yeah, that could start uh, and launch something. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll just have to wait and see on that. Uh, Seventh Son, once again, we've got three films really that are very much effects driven uh, this weekend. And Seventh Son is one of those as well, just a fantasy film. Uh, Jeff Bridges, Julianne Moore, a couple of other big names Mm -hmm. uh, that star in it. And it's, uh, you know, it's just a a fantasy film. I'm not even sure the time period uh, that this takes place, but it looks like the, the kind of time period of a wizards warlocks and some knights yeah uh, thrown into it um uh, so uh we'll, we'll see how these do we'll, we'll definitely talk about these next weekend any definitely. other thoughts that you want to share on on those films
1: i know out of the three that's the one that actually i know the least about is seventh son so it's yeah. sort of a, a curious movie I, to yes. me it was kind of flying under the radar out of yeah. the three i've seen a lot on uh jupiter ascending and then right. uh, on the spongebob film um and I think they'll both have some pretty good audiences. I would The interesting one, I think, will be between 7th Sun and Jupiter Ascending because they'll be competing for you know, uh, a fairly audience. similar audience. Yeah. And so we'll see which one can sort of win that audience battle for the yeah. weekend.
0: The, the only thing about 7th Sun is uh, Jeff Bridges, Um, seeing the character he's playing on this Mm -hmm. it looks like the same character he played in r.i.p.d and true grit yeah so i'm like dude come on man (laughs) switch it up a little bit bit. (laughs) come on i know you can i've seen you in some Uh other films where you have switched it up so i I don't Uh i don't want to hear i don't want to see just that crotchety old guy in every (laughs) single thing come on come (laughs) on man stretch it stretch Uh it so that's the one thing that i that i think is kind of interesting um you know, Jeff Bridges had a, a commercial on the, uh, Super, the Bowl Super Bowl, Bowl. as <laughs> well. Like, yeah, that was a freakiest commercial. <laughs> that was a weird man. one. I didn't. I uh, didn't. I, don't, know. I didn't go to the website, so I'm not really sure what that's all about. But uh-uh. uh, I, I think I'm actually going to stay away from that. <laughs> <one>. So, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk box office numbers uh, for last weekend.
1: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So again, American Sniper uh, coming in at number one uh, for what now the sixth week in a row? I believe it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like the U.S. numbers on that as it brought in a little over thirty million dollars. So it's still doing great. I can't remember what the budget was on that on that film. Uh, Fifty-eight million. 58. So, so it's, it's still yeah. yeah Making yeah. it in six weeks in yeah uh, and
0: it's actually the the foreign market brought in over 68 million so it yeah, made its money it, back uh in the international market
1: yeah it's just really impressed how it continues to to uh go that way um the second place film for the for the week uh last week's box office numbers what well, was project almanac uh which is uh interesting looking film i haven't had the chance to see it yet uh what it looks like it brought in here in the u.s a little over eight million dollars um, and so, uh, far, far second, but, uh, mm-hmm. it, it came in and it's sort of a, it's a niche movie, so it, uh, it's not going to have the wide range audience. Right. all. And it
0: is films, one of those, but. it was a low budget, $12 million mm-hmm. for this film. Yeah. So it's one that'll make its money back and it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we've seen this, this kind of, um, array of films that are, um, very much a kind of the found footage kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. And this one has that same kind of concept, the way this was shot, um, Interesting note, though, uh, Michael Bay was a producer for this film. Really? Yeah. And so, um, you know, you're talking, like I said, you're only talking uh, in the grand scheme of things. $12 million is not a lot for uh, for, uh, for Hollywood these days. No. So uh, they're going to make that money back, and, and we'll probably see uh, probably see an almanac, too. Yeah, I think um,
1: so. You know, we've,
0: we've seen that with a few of these films. You know, Chronicle, I was surprised that it's taken so long to see a, um, um, a second one come out, but there is going to be a second mm-hmm. one coming out from that. Normally what, what happens, though, in these low-budget films like a Project Almanac, when it makes its money, you know, the, the first one is really unique and interesting and it has that, that kind of raw feel. Mm-hmm when they come out with a sequel to it because they made so much money they they put more production value in it but sometimes that actually hurts the film itself Mm -hmm. Uh, you know we saw that with uh, with Paranormal Activity Mm -hmm. once they were able to kind of put some more money into it
1: it's the same one I was thinking you know (laughs) the the
0: franchises itself just kind of lost Mm -hmm. sure they still can make them but it's like why it was just for the money Mm -hmm. it's just for the money Um, Blair Witch Project was a great example of that they came out with a with a second one that was just uh, just horrible because it it uh, took a completely different uh, approach to it. So mm-hmm. yeah, Project Almanac uh, still in theaters and uh, did number two last weekend.
1: Yeah, and then the other three here in the top five are uh, there was Paddington uh, and then Black or White. It just mm-hmm. opened uh, this weekend, Kevin Costner film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fifth was the Boy Next Door. That's the Jennifer Lopez movie. I believe it's in its second weekend now. Yeah. So it's, it's still hanging up there at, in the top five. So yeah. still doing good. Yeah, and it made its money back. Yes, yeah, you know, so, it, it was.
0: Talk about low budget—four mm-hmm. million
1: for that one. Yeah, boy. so, so uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, did that just uh, in the U.S. market there. Yep. Th- th- this past week. So that's yep. good. Um, and then six, just a side note: uh, the Wedding Ringer. So Kevin Hart film still doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Mordecai. I like to give it a hard time. It's sixteenth. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just, it's second week, so wow. what? Uh, a lot of previews on that film. A pretty, pretty yeah. major cast. A uh, fairly big budget film in it, yeah. uh, it. It has not. Uh, it has not done well. I don't know if you got what the uh, the global numbers are on that, but um, uh, the U.S. market see, Mordecai.
0: Right. Let's let's pull that up. We talked about that some last. Uh-huh. Sixty
1: million dollar budget.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Worldwide, it's only brought in eighteen million. Yeah. Um, so it's. Um, eh, we'll see. Losing. Yeah. yeah we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, let me see where it was over— and it uh, has opened in the United Kingdom, so that was where they were were expecting they may be able to uh, get some more bucks from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, total gross <laughs> there's yeah. only like seven hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> not you know not even broken a <laughs> nope. million dollars in the UK. <laughs> Uh, and it's been out in the UK, uh, for a couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: So, uh, it's
0: so yeah,
1: disappointing, but yeah. yeah an interesting, uh, top, interesting top five. Got a couple of the new movies there that, uh, opened up this past weekend that are on that top five. And, and then
0: there was a debut last weekend too, that debuted really far down the list. The movie called the loft. Yes. It debuted yeah, number at number 10. 10. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just kind of trying to see how many theaters. Uh, well, 18, 1,800 theaters. Yeah,
1: in the U.S. Yeah, just over eighteen hundred theaters. It's wow. A lot of theaters, and it didn't uh, no. did not produce no. uh, at all. So, no. um, yeah, that that was definitely a disappointing one. And then a couple of the other ones, not lesser known, Game of Thrones uh, and IMAX, only like two hundred and five theaters. And mm-hmm. then uh, that's uh, then there was uh, it looks like a short film down there at uh, at number twenty seven. So, right. Right. Um. So yeah. So you know, overall, I think. Uh, when you consider you know American Sniper again at number one the, some of the other films opening up like we said Project Dominic or black or white uh, still able you know in the top five mm-hmm. their opening week is uh, is pretty good that's the film I sort of want to see is black or white uh, just yep. as a Kevin Costner film really yeah, it's, enjoy it's him a good as an film. actor yeah. yeah it
0: is it is a very good film mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, you know Costner uh, Costner's a talent he's a, he's a mm-hmm. true talent and he's been around long enough um, that he can choose to do the kind of things he wants to do, yeah. And that, that's that's uh, when you when you're at a point in your career that you can do that's pretty awesome. Uh, one movie I want to mention that's um, that's number 13 called The Most Violent Year. This is really a, a gangster film, um, a, a crime gangster film uh, set um, in the uh, the late 70s mm-hmm. um, that is worth checking out. It's uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, Jessica Chastain is in this. Uh, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac who is going to be in the new uh, Star Wars uh, franchise. He was in last year's film, uh, Inside Llewyn Davis. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a film that really is kind of under the radar, but it's, it's worth checking out. It's, only, it's, it's limited release right now, about uh, 800 theaters, but one yeah. uh, of the most interesting films of last year.
1: Well, and so I'd recommend that. Yeah, it's an interesting film that you bring up, actually, because like you said, it's in its fifth week. It's mm-hmm. only in 800 theaters, but this past week it went from being in only 170 theaters to now yeah. it's in over 800 theaters. So yeah. it's actually gaining traction yeah. now um, a few weeks into it. So yeah, that's it's sort of uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll, see, we'll keep our eye on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have that on our uh, Cinema Scene Watch list. Yeah. Definitely, good deal. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, anything else you want to chat about there before we dive into talking about some of the franchise films uh, coming up uh, this year?
1: Uh, no, not really. But you really think you think American Sniper is going down next week? Uh, you think, I think, you think. I think the this SpongeBob weekend. film. Yeah. I think
0: so. I, I think uh, now that may change in the next week or so. But I've got a feeling that American Sniper is going to going to get knocked off the. Uh,
1: I think it'll be top. a popular family film, the SpongeBob. Yeah, film. and, and that's and that's the thing. Week. You know, you
0: look right now. Uh Paddington's the only thing from a family standpoint that we that we have. Yeah. Um and it's it appeals mainly to the kids. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob, as you mentioned, appeals to college kids. Yeah. It appeals <laughs> to we younger grew up kids. With it. Yeah. And uh-huh. so it's it's one of those that yeah. I think is gonna have some traction. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna have some traction. Well if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Cinema Scene on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. That's Michael Peterson over there. I'm Noel T. Mm-hmm. Manning the second here and we're talking movies. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about franchise films. It is uh, the year of uh, oh, every year is kind of a year of franchise films if you really look at it. But we've got uh, quite a few uh, that are going to be coming up that uh, that are worthy of uh, discussion. And uh, now this one, I don't, I'm not going to say this is worthy of discussion, other than I'm going to mention it opening up in a couple weeks. Ted Two. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine uh-huh. Two, which is it's okay. in the similar it's right? same same realm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That launches February 20th, uh-huh. and that's really probably about all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, next weekend, we're going to be talking about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. which is not a franchise film. No, uh-uh. But they may want to make it into one. Never we'll uh-huh. to wait and see uh so let's uh, let's get your thoughts so uh, let's dive in and talk about some of those
1: yeah well you're we were talking about it and i was calling it the year of the franchise only because some of uh what's been really the recognizable franchises are making that rebound okay so star wars is coming yes. back in december i assume a lot of pe- most people have seen the the teaser trailer last i saw it on youtube it's getting hundreds of millions of hits and so uh, uh it doesn't give you a lot but it leaves you asking a ton of questions oh, yes. and the sound effects are just amazing and yeah. so uh Uh, It it Really, they got the interest sparked early for that because they did that late last year. So 14 months in advance, you're already getting to see uh, some of what the product's going to look like. Jurassic World comes out. Let's talk Uh, about Star Wars for Mm -hmm. a minute. It's amazing
0: that this is a franchise that Mm -hmm. has been around since the 70s. 70s, And um, every time it finds a way to come back in whatever form, Mm -hmm. it it appeals to new audiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also finds a way to continue to connect those the ones that, that were there before mm-hmm. now sometimes like like uh, for my generation there's a lot of people that complained about the prequels yeah um, I I um, I had mixed feelings about the prequels I'm glad they were made because it it completed that story yeah you know it told that backstory and it did it in a way that made sense mm-hmm. um, now some of the choices like I was not a big fan of Hayden Christensen mm-hmm as Anakin. Yeah. I thought he was a horrible actor. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Jar Jar was just comic relief. I don't think to me, he didn't really add to the, to the film, to the film, Mm -hmm. but those are just some, some simple things. But I thought as far as the story itself, I think for me, the prequels helped fulfill Mm -hmm. the story. I agree. Uh Um, And um, aside from that, the story has continued on TV through uh, the Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. uh, with having the Clone Wars, uh, that's continued there, and then uh, now there's a a, a Disney uh, show called Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. that takes place, um, you know, really around the time of Luke Skywalker,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: yeah. um, I don't know if you've had a chance to see it, but mm-hmm. it's very yeah. well done. The stories are very well put together. My son and I watch it, and so for me, you know, I was a teenager when Star Wars initially came out, loved it, continued to love it throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And then I introduced my son to it uh, when he was five years old. I went back and edited all the original films and, and you know took out some of the violence and some of that yeah. stuff for a five-year-old. Uh-huh. And so you know he was sitting... I, I mean, I remember him vividly sitting at my computer watching these movies uh, with headphones on and just getting into them. And then we uh, developed Star Wars fan yeah. films that were out there. Mm-hmm. So that's a franchise that has continued in so many different forms and novel forms, graphic novel forms. It's just continue to yeah. survive
1: well, and thrive it's one that can live with pretty much any audience and yep. it can survive over time like you said it's not really got a niche sort of audience um, yep. and one interesting thing that you had mentioned is acting uh, this is going to be a way for Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill to sort of revive their acting yeah. careers a little yeah. bit because after the original Star Wars yep. films both of them haven't right. really seen anything now obviously Harrison Ford yep. has gone on to Whole have different. just an yep. incredible career so this is just yep. Another thing to add to his list. But for them, yeah. uh, this is this is really a big deal because yeah. I have not seen them uh, in too many big things. I know Mark Hamill's done a little work, but Carrie Fisher in yeah. particular sort of uh, yeah. fell flat after yeah. these films.
0: Mark Hamill found his success in doing voice work, and uh, he's done a mm-hmm. lot of animated stuff, doing yeah. a lot of voice work for that, especially uh, animated work for uh, some of the Batman films. Uh, cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh He was the Joker. Mm-hmm. And so he's found success in that. But you're right. Carrie Fisher um, just just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you look at um, you look at the prequels mm-hmm. and uh, Hayden Christensen, you know, you don't yeah, see him in a whole really lot. Anything. But mm-hmm. but Natalie Portman, on the other hand. Yeah. Great success. Mm-hmm. You know, got a an lot. Oscar. Yeah. Um, and know, and McGregor, he was already successful. So mm-hmm. You know, for those that already had the success and just kind of came into that, yeah, it's interesting to see what what happens once you're connected to this kind of franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, you do you just show up at these conventions for the rest of your life, or do, is there more? <laughs> uh-huh. and so, it'll be interesting to see uh, with this new cast, especially those that are, are lesser known names. Yeah. How
1: it's going to impact them? Yeah, I'm excited. It could be could be the start of huge careers yep. for them, depending on how this yep. does. And I'm assuming that this is going to be a new franchise. I think they're yep. doing a trilogy oh, yeah. here. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh.
0: excited, and and got a good director connected to it as mm-hmm. well. So. Absolutely. All right, the next film you
1: already talked about. Uh, Jurassic World. Okay. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of excitement with that. Uh, my parents were huge fans of the uh, of the original t- trilogy. So Steven Spielberg, he's bringing it bringing it back. Yep. Uh, the park is back open. Uh yep. It this looks. Uh, the graphics look right. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I think that's what you're really taken back by when you when you watch the previews. Uh, they've had two different trailers, I think, that have come out so far on it, and both times, you know, the the graphics of the dinosaurs and of the park itself, uh, and some of the small snippets of action scenes that you get to see. It looks like yeah. it's going to be great. Um, and I think I think uh, is it uh, Chris. Uh, Platt, he'll do a yep. he'll do a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, and you've got uh, uh, Dallas Price Howard, mm-hmm. Ron
0: Howard's daughter, who is was uh, also in this film as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've had people ask me, "Okay, Noel, is this uh, is it a reboot?"
1: That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know, out, or...
0: is it is it or is it still in the same universe? Is this just later on? And mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know. They don't really give it away, do they? No, it's... I mean, I've I've, tr- I've tried to read up on it, and I haven't found a definitive answer. Yeah. So um, uh, to me, I would almost, I would rather it be, okay, let's just kind of reboot the franchise. Because, you know, the big question everybody has is like, haven't you learned after the third time? <laughs> this is not know? a good idea. Yeah, haven't you learned? <laughs> yeah. So to me, it, at this point, a, a reboot of it makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. And so, uh, but I'm gonna go see it nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think I think it'll be good, and I would love, I really hope it is it is yep. a reboot because it gives an opportunity to open up a whole new storyline right. that they yep. wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Well, the
0: original when it was released, the um, the graphics were just fascinating, mm-hmm. and and actually you you look at it today and it still it still holds mm-hmm. up pretty well it's- Interesting,
1: um, Star Wars and yeah. Jurassic Park, both yeah. these movies with great graphics for their time yeah. and able yeah. to come back and do it again. So, yeah, yeah the same, they're trendsetters. They're yeah, uh-huh. they really are. Really mm-hmm. are. Awesome. All right, yeah. what else is on that list? Oh, uh, There's, gosh, uh, you've got Terminator. Genesis yes. is going to be coming out. So, yeah. uh, so we'll see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, now no longer governor of California. Right. We'll see right. uh, We'll see how he does in that role. You know, um,
0: I'm, I'm actually excited about that one because this one is a, a reimagining. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I, lo- what I mean by that is they're they're basically saying, okay, we've got these multiple timelines. Yeah. And uh, because of that, you know, we'll come back and these things maybe haven't happened and we can change the course of that. And so mm-hmm. that makes it kind of fascinating. And that's the beauty of science fiction. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about time travel. You can do whatever the heck you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, the effects, once again, they're a heavy, heavy effects-driven effects, film. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one that, uh, you know, that, that film was uh, was was launched in the, initially in the first one back in the... 70s, mm-hmm. and then uh, had great success. Uh, even more so when uh, when Cameron really really got into it with some digital effects mm-hmm. uh, with Terminator 2. Yeah, um, that one changed the face of um, of really digital imaging in many ways. Now it had been done before that with Cameron, with a film called The Abyss that was shot in Gaffney, South Carolina, mm-hmm. where you first saw uh, digital animation, uh, show people's faces and, and images of people's faces, but they took it to a whole nother level once they did Terminator 2. Yeah. And it's just going to continue from there. And, you know, you saw what he did, uh, with, uh, with the film Avatar. And yeah. so he yeah, just continues great. to be, um, a genius in the digital realm.
1: Yeah. And Schwarzenegger, not one of those actors with, with great range, right. I don't think, but when you put him in this sort of <laughs> role, he yeah. uh, yeah. does, he does a, he does oh, a yeah. phenomenal job. So yeah. that's sort of, he's perfect for that, yeah. for that role. So I expect, yeah. I expect big things. Yep. Yeah. From the film, uh, and then a couple other ones that I had noticed. Uh, there's a couple silly ones we talked about. You mentioned Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Right, uh, right. Ted Two is yeah. coming out. Uh, yep. Very goofy film, and then Pitch Perfect Two is right. another one. I saw the original Pitch Perfect yeah. actually, and yeah. uh, it's sort of a, it's a pretty comical film. It was. It was fun. Had a decent storyline, I thought, and uh, I I enjoyed it. Now I don't know where they're gonna go. From there, uh, yeah. that's the interesting thing to see. Okay, where are they going to take it to? But uh, those look like those could be some funny movies that I think uh, you know older audiences with Ted Two and Kato uh, right. Tomachi will enjoy. But you know, more you can you can a little more of a family uh, film for Pitch Perfect. Yeah, Pitch
0: Perfect it, it'll definitely hit. Um, also hit that that, that uh, young, really a female crowd more than the, yeah, I, think I think a male think so. crowd. But it really is. My, my daughter loved it. My daughter mm-hmm. and I saw the original one together. And, uh, and I liked it. It was fun. But mm-hmm. she loved it. Yeah. She absolutely loved it. And so she's excited about the second one. Now, another one that looks at the young adult audience is coming out in March. It's the uh, second installment of the Divergent film yes, series. And, and uh, Insurgent. Insurgent. Uh-huh. Uh, that'll be opening up. The first one was a, was a, a great success mm-hmm. uh, for the franchise. And uh, I think it opened around the same time period, kind of in yeah. that March time period. And mm-hmm. so they'll probably dominate um, dominate for a couple of weeks there. Uh, before we start diving into April, and in the past few years, April is really when we've started seeing some of those um, films that are the pre-summer films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, Summer Box Office used to begin yeah. in in May, but now it's being pushed earlier. i
1: is Avengers going to be May or April? I, can't, uh, I think it's May, I actually. think it's May, yeah. yeah, but yeah but it's still it, just before. Right, you know, some, right. April, you've got Furious that.
0: 7, mm-hmm. which is another franchise yep. film. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got Paul Blart um, Mallcop <laughs> yeah, too uh-huh. um, opening up in April as well, and this time um, he's in Las Vegas at, Las Vegas at a, a security convention, and of course a big robbery takes place. Yeah, and,
1: I don't know what to make of that. I've never been a big Kevin James fan personally. Okay, did, I like did, yeah, I like James. He did uh, was in the Grown Ups and mm-hmm. uh, Grown Ups with Adam Sandler, yep. and those were. Uh, so so, I did not see Paul Blart: Mall okay. Cop though. So I, I enjoyed uh, I the know. first
0: Paul Blart. Uh, it's a good. It was a good family film. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him in uh, Here Comes the Boom. Um, I thought he was great in Hitch mm-hmm. um, with um, with Will Will yeah, Smith. Will Smith. Uh-huh. Um, but he's you know he can fall into the same category that I mentioned with Jeff Bridges recently are you going to play the very same character balls in everything and balls. so mm-hmm. uh, of course if he's if he's going to be in Paul Blart and Mall Cop of course he's going to be playing the very same kind mm-hmm. of character you're not expecting a whole lot more there but may 1st is the avengers age uh, age of, age yeah, of a-
1: ultron yeah uh,
0: that's the one that's getting uh, a lot of incredible, incredible yeah.
1: buzz. And that's the one that's really cool, too, because it ties into the Captain America franchise, mm-hmm. the Iron Man franchise. It's a bunch of franchises that then all of a sudden come together, making right. a new franchise. And so right. it's a very neat concept uh, and something that Marvel has latched onto uh, that DC, to this point, has not been able exactly. to do. Exactly, exactly. so if DC wants to get a little more skin in the game, they're going to yep. have to figure out how to get keep Superman uh, going, uh, mm-hmm. get Batman going, and then some of these yep. other other films. Yeah. And uh, and they're going to try to do that this summer Yeah, uh-huh. um,
0: with uh, with Batman versus Superman, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice. So it's really – it's kind of launching the Justice League. Yeah. And so they're going to try to make something happen with that. But um, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the only success – Which is great, but
1: Christian Bale's gone now. So I know, I was I know. I was, I was I was a little disappointed that, yeah. that he decided to, to leave uh, that role.
0: Yeah. The, the only success uh, – the only success that DC has had has been uh, Batman.
1: Yeah, the Batman films have been um, tremendous.
0: Superman uh, back in earlier years, but the past few years when they've tried to do the Superman, it just mm-hmm. it hasn't worked quite as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Uh, one more I do want to make sure we mention. This is one talking about bringing a franchise back to life. Um, this is also in May, Mad Max.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: you know, This time we don't have Mel Gibson in that mm-hmm. title role, but they are – Bringing this franchise back, and they're really literally rebooting this. Yeah, and so uh, it looks great—post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world. It looks great. So, uh, looking forward, uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and I'll just mention um, one more uh, before we wrap things up: Insidious Chapter Three. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, that's in June uh, as well. And I—too um,
1: scary for me. <laughs> you know,
0: the first one was really <laughs> freaky. Uh huh. You know, it really, really was freaky and w- was incredibly well done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, those are some. And then, uh, as, as we get uh, closer to summer, we'll definitely talk about the others, like uh, another Mission Impossible film, yeah. uh, Minions. Uh-huh. Um, so, there, there's there's quite a few others, including Magic Mike, Double XL. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> and, real quick, I don't know how much time we've got, but I was going to get your opinion. You know, we talked about every year they always have franchises, but yep. just in my opinion, it seems like this year a lot of the big iconic ones that people know of or have maybe grown up with yep. seem to be made making the reappearances, which yeah. is, you do not necessarily see uh, in years past. And I think that's why it makes it a really exciting year yeah. uh, for these franchise films.
0: Yeah, I've got about 12 seconds, and mm-hmm. I will just say that, uh, yes, this is a year that's not just um, recent franchises but rebooting old ones. So yeah. i agree with mm-hmm. you on that. And maybe we can spend some more talking talking about that in a Absolutely. future show on why mm-hmm. that's the case. Well, we are out of time right here on Cinema Scene on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. Uh, That's Michael Peterson. I'm Noel Manning. Uh, We encourage you to check out our Facebook page and uh, interact with us there. Share some of your thoughts, some of your comments, and you can always email us at info at WGWG.org. Until next time, I'm Noel Manning for Cinema Scene on WGWG.org. That's a wrap.